and welcome back to another Talk It Over podcast. My name is Bobby Parm, and I'm joined always by Mark Spiegel. And we're back, man. I know. I it, haven't heard that in a long time. It, it was talking. hard to say. Like <laughs> you, you, We were sitting here, I was like, I had to take a breath, I had to collect myself a bit. It has been a while. It has. In the podcast room, it, this mm-hmm. is home. It's just you and I back old school. But yeah, it took, had to take a little bit of a break, man. And we'll probably go into that in a, in a few weeks down the road Yeah. Uh, for the reasons why. But just to know that we are back. We are back to our once a week. You should have us Tuesdays or Wednesdays. Uh, we're really working on trying to get that back, the schedule back and uh, making it consistent and uh, hearing back from you guys. I've, I've really missed that. I've really missed the conversations. Just, man, life gets in the way sometimes. Yeah, and unfortunately it does. <laughs> but today, man, we have breaking the rules. Hashtag, it's not what it's it looks like. Not what you think. Or not, not to what you think. Yeah, <laughs> not what you think. I think, I think for legal reasons, he had to put that at the bottom. <laughs> I, I just like that, though, because, I mean, it, it speaks a lot. It's like <laughs> breaking the rules. It's not what you think. <laughs> We're coming in a little bit late. This is week four. Oh, yeah. of, of that series and man we we hit a lot of good points and this series has been really good to kind of clarify some things for me yeah we're in galatians chapter two mm-hmm. and we are going through the book of galatians oh, with yeah. us so we'll probably wrap up in around december or so <laughs> <laughs> apparently um if it's anything like uh habakkuk was um yeah but fabulous. habakkuk's small it's a small book but we we went through it but it took a yeah. while yeah. There's a lot of meat to it, but man, um, I, I really want to do this because I think this really helps and I know it helps me. Mm-hmm. And this is a big portion of, of Spiegel and I's our, our friendship is that he can take complex things and he puts it in, we call it the bro Bible. The it's, bro it's more Bible. of a, a breakdown of what was said and you know, Hey, the new King James or the King James or whatever version of the Bible you read. The new Mark Spiegel version <laughs> <laughs> doesn't have quite the same ring. It doesn't, it, but... not so much, but, uh, <laughs> You know, sometimes you need it broke, broken down. Like, I have this study Bible that's really, really cool. My mother-in-law got it for me. It's uh, NIV. It highlights certain passages, and at the bottom, it kind of breaks it down on what, what they're trying to say. Then it gives you context of the, the time and when it was written. And, it's and, a topical. Yeah. Okay. You know, like uh, the Celebrate Recovery Bible. Yeah. It's yeah, kind of yeah. like that. Yeah. I need that. Like, I, I can read it just fine, but, man, I comprehending some of it just does not work for me and that bible really helps and then you know like having you and having tony have everybody break it down and right put on. stuff into context is really cool so man what is basically galatians chapter two about well it's uh and i love the way tony drew it up it's like this title fight and, we, and as soon as he says it too i instantly get um ivan drago versus rocky <laughs> in my head because at the time i mean peter was the spiritual giant you know he walked yeah. with jesus you know he he, he was witness of the resurrection, and then you got this little guy Paul, who's kind of come out of nowhere, and and he's going to confront uh, Peter to his face. So, yo, Peter, uh, you know, you're not so supposed to be doing this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. you, you don't know, but but Paul's Italian. I mean, he's yeah. from Rome. So right? from now on, whenever you read Paul, you're that's your, that's hey, the image you're going to hey, yo, get. Ivan. I mean, <laughs> but uh, no, seriously, it, it was a thing where. Um, Paul was pretty upset because Peter had, at some point in time, you know, he had this vision, um, and it's it's descriptive in the Book of Acts of a blanket being spread across the sky, and and then all the animals appear there, and you know, the Lord says, "Arise, kill and eat." And he says, "Not Lord, not so, Lord, for I've never eaten anything unclean." Long story short, this was showing him that it was okay to take the gospel also to the Gentiles. And then also declaring meat clean, but Jesus had already done that. Um, 
That being said, he was known for eating with the Gentiles, but when the Jews showed up, he kind of disregarded the Gentiles, and Paul wasn't no happy. He was not happy about that, and he confronted into him. and And I love the way Paul says it. He says, "And I confronted Peter to his face," and that's that speaks a lot. It, it's not saying that he was like really brash and stupid and bold and pointing fingers. What he's he he's preached a lot against backbiting or gossip, gossiping, and he wasn't gossiping. He went right to the man's face and said, look, you got a problem with that. And sure enough, I mean, and, and he had to have reciprocated. He had to have. Because if you read any any type of uh, any any of uh, Peter's letters, he's, he says he talks about the letters of Paul being scripture breathed by God. So, you know, they've reconciled. But th this was the premise behind it is not he's, he's trying to he's, he's even teaching Paul or Peter that it's not about works. It's not about following the law that we're saved. We're righteous by faith, not by any works. That's any man should boast. And that's the bro Bible version. I, I liked it, too. I like the aspect of, you know, it was a it was a just knock down, drag out. Yeah. Then I, mean, I don't think there was, but he did. He went to him. He went to Peter and said, hey. He confronted him, which anyone who has grown up in the church or anyone's been in church for any period of time knows that is super hard to do mm. in general. Um, Tony made a big deal on Sunday of asking who likes confrontation. And I think my wife was the only one that raised her hand on Sunday. Um, I know a lot of people turned around to look for her, <laughs> 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 but um, no, my wife has zero, zero issue with uh, confrontation. Uh, me, on the other hand, I, saying the word gives me a knot in my stomach. Mm. It's, it's hard. But, you know, so we talked about that. And in churches, it's a family. And you, you, the stereotypes of, you know, oh, we'll pray for them. And it's just a way to, you know, backhand a comment. Like, you know, Paul could have just been like, I'm just going to talk to my, my boys yeah. about him. And hopefully he'll change by me or gossiping. Or write about him. Or, yeah, <laughs> yeah or write just about write him. about him. He's yeah. writing all these letters. you got to see where Paul's boldness comes from, though. It's not by what he knew, but by his, his he was solidified in the gospel. He, he spent actual time with Jesus. You know, he was he was taught these things. You know, when he, when he talks about his time in the wilderness, he spent time with Jesus who taught him these things. He was absolutely certain because of the gospel, not because he had some worldly knowledge that nobody else knew about. I mean, that's that's just another like reason 974 to read your Bible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you got the answers, yeah. that confrontation probably going to be a little bit easier. Not an opinion, by the way. Just not an opinion. Throw that in that, yeah, exactly. Just the answer. Um, I, I loved it because it's hard for a lot of people to do. And I think it's a, even harder just in personal relationships, let alone like romantic relationships. You still need to have those conversations, mm -hmm. but there's also the way you go about it. Mm -hmm. You know, so in, in the scripture, it says, you know, Paul went to Peter, like he was probably not brash. No, I don't, I, I, I don't think it was more of like, you know, chest puff type situation. I think, he may have went to him in, in, in more of a peaceful manner. And they, you know, I love how t Tony makes it bigger. I mean, on the stage, it sounds, and it may have been, we don't know. It was an, in, his dialogue was an intention, attention grabbing dialogue, just drawing a comparison by yeah. how we would see a title fight or these two Goliaths going at it versus how the Bible says it. It just draws a word picture. That's all. Hey, exactly. Like, like now, I'm never going to not picture Paul. About look at, like Balboa as Rocky Balboa, <laughs> <laughs> I totally am. But yeah, so 
you know, he he calls him out. It's like, hey, man, like you're basically just you know living two different lives here, you know. And, and it speaks to I know us like growing up kind of in the church and going to different styles of churches. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a big thing for me, a big thing that drove me away from the church. Mm-hmm. Legalism was, for was me, yeah. Legalism, and we talked about a hypocrisy, mm-hmm. which I didn't know that hypocrites in the day were actors. Like I, didn't, yeah. I didn't know. I was like, that's yeah. super awesome. I actually did go and look that up too. Yeah. Cause not that I don't trust Tony by no means, but Tony, I'll tell you himself. If you hear me say it, go check it out. Don't, don't mm-hmm. take my word for it. But I thought it was really cool because you think about it. That's exactly what acting is. You're just being someone you're not, not you being someone. You know, there's, there's a Chinese proverb that says everybody wears three masks. One that you wear, out in public, one that you wear in front of your friends and family, and one that you wear that no one else sees. Yeah, that's dead on. I mean, that's, yeah, yeah, and 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 it's true because mm-hmm. uh, you know we, we were talking about today, uh, you know how we sometimes we act a different way at work than we would at church. Well, I, people don't see like how I am by myself. Like I lose my cool or something frustrates me, and I might let a swear word fly or something like that. That doesn't happen at at work. I don't let them see that. Um, so I, that's that third mask, but I'm, I'm work, that's an internal issue for me that, you know, and, and I've been open with that. I have been struggling lately, but we're, when I'm dressing that, that's the point though. So I think there's a difference though, between saying you're a different person outside these walls than you are in. And then some mm-hmm. people can take the smallest thing and make you know, a mountain out of it. Mm-hmm. If you are the person that swears, or if you're just apt to do things, there's also just manners. Mm-hmm. So I don't think, you know, you may walk around your house and just your boxers. It's just you and Ashton. Y'all made that. Who knows? Right. <laughs> I, I don't want to know. Don't answer. Um, so that's rhetorical. Man. Just don't, <laughs> just say rhetorical. don't say that. But you're not going to come to church and just your boxers. Yeah. Right. So I think there's just manners and some people may take that as like, Oh, you're just being a different person. No, I do not curse around my children or around other people's children. I think that's a very, it's just a, it's a manners thing. That's a very good analogy actually. <laughs> Where Galatians goes, or Galatians 2 goes, it talks about the difference. Or, or Tony brought up that, you know, a lot of people believe that, you know, if you do enough, God will love you enough. That that's a thing. That if I do X, Y, and Z, God will love me. If mm-hmm. I do those things. Or if I follow all these rules, I can checklist God. I can put a put it on my refrigerator and be like, I didn't do this, 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 and today. Mm-hmm. I'm a good Christian. No. It's not how that works. And we were talking about before we hit record. Um, Tony also brought up uh, the covenant. Like we, we call it new Testament, old Testament. Mm-hmm. Um, and in translation, that was covenant. And that was a bond uh, between okay. two, two parties. Like for instance, the first covenant was between God and Abraham. Um, it wasn't initially made between God and the, all the children of Israel with, with Abraham. And he promised to bring him a nation out of him. And it was sealed with blood. The The covenant was sealed with the circumcision of Abraham. Um, fast forward to Jesus, um, and he gave us a new covenant. And he said it right there at the Last Supper. He said, this is the this is my new blood in the new covenant. The, and there again, sealed with blood. And, you know, when you, you take the, the, the wine and the bread, and you're symbolizing taking inside you the body of Jesus. Now, we can go for days talking about the comparisons between the crucifixion and resurrection of Christ versus the traditions of the Passover meals. But, um, yeah, there's, I mean, there's, there's a, 
quite a big a difference, but because Jesus came and fulfilled all of that. He said, um, I come to fulfill the law, not destroy it. And in churches, especially if you've been around them, or if you've been in a church for a while, you hear certain things so much, you become numb to it. Mm-hmm. Right? So I think some of that stuff you do, and you're like, oh, yeah, he came to fulfill the promise. But you know how big that is? That's huge. Like, how big that is? That's that's going, all right, look, there were, what, 260-something laws? Oh, yeah. But then there was, like, another 500 tapped on top of it, which yeah. were not in the Bible. Right. So those in the Old Testament before Christ— you had to do those things. So all those rules you had to follow. One, yeah. which no one could ever do, and those that said they did were lying out their wazoo. Well, I mean, later on, fast forward into some letters Paul has written, he, he talks about how no one could be made perfect by the law because what the law did was reflect how much we needed Jesus because we can't fulfill the law. No. He did. Exactly. That's why, because whenever you wake up and you think, oh, what a lovely day. I'm going to go to heaven when I die. That's the most beautiful thought you can ever think because you're wearing Jesus's righteousness. It's called imputed righteousness. There is nothing about you that is righteous enough to get to heaven. No work, no deed, no thought, no charity, nothing. It was all him, all him. Man. You know, the, the Bible says that our righteousness are like filthy rags. Yeah. Bible students know, know your Bible. You know what that means. It's pretty filthy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how our righteousness appears to him. And when I think about people like Billy Graham, you got to think, man, that guy was pretty cool. I mean, he he's a righteous like, dude. He probably fulfilled like 240 of those 65, right? Like, but still no. not measurable. Nope. No. So imputed righteousness is all of Christ's righteousness imputed upon us. If we believe, not by anything that we can do, we can't. Christ paid that. He fulfilled yeah. everything so that... We're able to be with him. We're able to have a relationship. Yeah. We, it, we don't have to go through a priest to talk to God. We don't. All of that happened because of Christ. So we, right. Without it, we would still just be screwed. What we're saying is, is no one has been justified by keeping the law because Correct. nobody can yeah. keep the law. Okay, we're just saying that that's not the how. It's not how we get there. Okay. Exactly. That's you, you. There's there's but one avenue. John fourteen six. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. By me, not by works, not by philanthropy, not by anything, but no. by Jesus. You can't hold faith and sway in in what you do versus in what He did. I think a, a good way to put it is also, you know, Christ paid. He fulfilled that. Mm-hmm. So that when we stumble, which we will, you always do. It's inevitable that you're 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 okay, mm-hmm. but you should want a relationship with Christ. You should want to aspire to sanctification. Like you should want those things. It should be a a driving force in you, the Holy Spirit in you, pushing mm-hmm. you for that. Doesn't mean you're going to be perfect. By no means. Doesn't mean you're not going to have pain and regret and every other thing you everyone else goes through. You will still have those, and usually it's magnified. Yeah. Um, the way you follow the law versus the way you follow Jesus and how you keep law and don't keep law. I, I want to. It's worth pointing out. And since Tony did talk about the prodigal son, it's not often pointed out how often or not pointed out as often as the story is told of the prodigal son. That the prodigal son is just that. He's still his son. He never ceased being the man's son. Just like us. We don't cease being God's son. We mess up. But we're, he said, this son of mine who was dead 
and is now alive again. He didn't say this stranger that used to be my son. He said this son of mine. He's, he's already claimed ownership of us. We belong to him. And that's, that's, worth, that's worth mentioning. Oh, exactly. I love how deep that story is because, one, you've heard it too many times, and it's, mm-hmm. it's one of those you just gloss over. But so much can be happened. So in like the older brother sitting back there going, well, I, I, like we all know people like this. And they have people in our <laughs> lives that are the older brother that's like, I've followed all the rules. I've done everything I'm supposed to. It's not fair. I was the older brother. <laughs> I've been that. Oh. I've been the old. Yeah. God, I followed all the rules. I did everything right. And I'm still single. I'm almost 43 years old. What gives, God? I'm doing this, this, and this. You need to do your part. And God's kind of like, yeah, I kind of <laughs> did my part. <laughs> See, I laugh about it now, but I'll be No, I'm laughing about, about it now. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. I'm laughing because I just didn't see his face. Um, <laughs> so, no, I mean, that's a really good way to point uh, to illustrate it because, you know, some people are like that. They're just, you know, it's not fair. Mm-hmm. I, I hear that word and I hate that word because nowhere in the Bible, nowhere, anywhere does it say it's going to be fair. Yeah. Certain things are going to happen. Certain people are going to get more than you. Some people are going to have more than you. But when you have Christ, you have everything. You don't need the other things. It's easy to say, hard to live. Oh, yeah. It's very easy to say. And exactly. then when I walk out that door, say, I'm cool because I'm around my bestie. And then so I, can put it, I can put it up on an inspiration <laughs> poster and we'll put it in your house. I mean, it's, we could do that. There's a different, there you go. Um, we have a new business idea. No, um, <laughs> those like those are some things that, Again, you're told over and over, you know, there are ways of telling people Bible stuff without quoting every scripture known to man. Oh, yeah. And Tony brought that up, too. And that's a great little segue. Um, he talked about, because now on Sundays, it's all family church. We don't have any child care mm-hmm. right now. So all the kids are in the auditorium. And he talked about they, they're watching. They see how you worship. They see how you mm-hmm. pay attention. They see these things at home. They see you stub your toe and maybe say some things. They, they, mm-hmm. You have little eyes. If you have kids, you have little eyes watching you 24-7. That scares the absolute <laughs> crap out of me because I'm it's there, like, I, oh, man, I don't want to be the pro- – I don't want to be why my kids uh-huh. are screwed up. <laughs> They're not. They're awesome. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, growing up, I mean, you've seen some kids. You're I, like, I love the honesty. Why. I love but, the honesty. It's like, <laughs> I just don't want to be why my kids are screwed exactly. up. Exactly. And then Tony's talking about like how we are the example. You can preach Bible. You can throw Bible at people just by your actions, just by who yeah. you are. Yeah, there was a song that helped sober me up. Along th- I mean, I still took a long time to, to really get sober, but it started the journey of getting sober. Um, when my son, my oldest son, he went and but maybe five, six at the time, and he said, Daddy, I want to be just like you. And the whole day before that, I spent doing cocaine. And I was you know, still coming down. And if I, that's one thing that I didn't want my son to be was like me. And there was a song by Phillips, Craig, and Dean that was really popular a couple of years before that. I want to be just like you because he wants to be just like me. If everybody wants to take a minute and cry real quick because you're singing it in your head. You know how uh, yeah. emotional that song is. But okay. But when he says, I want to be a... a a living Bible that my little boy can read. Whew. I just, yeah. that made me want to change was because of that example that I'm setting for my kids without saying, watch me. They're already watching to kind of like sum up this Sunday's service, man. It, it's, it's Christ alone. It's, it's faith over works. There's nothing you can do. 
I think it's pretty safe to say that the the rules, the the guidelines that God give us are there for our protection. And if we break them, we're still God's son, but there may be consequences for it. God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man sows, therefore shall he also reap. That God's laws are there for our protection. I mean, hey, don't eat meat unless you cook it. That's pretty good advice. And it was a law, but it's not going to keep me out of heaven. It's not about the rules. It's not about the, and, and Tony talked about, and, and we've talked about a lot of times, legalism and, and people that believe that, it, that it's in a box and you uh-huh. can check all these things off. And then if you have, if you, you have to do these things, um, is that- the unfortunateness of it is that there are way too many opinions asserting themselves as fact. And yeah. that's when you have all these different branches or sect of Christianity yeah. where you get sprinkled or you get dunked. Or like sprinkled a, or, or dunked, seventh day or first day. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't recall any of that being a part of Christ's crucifixion. He, he, that that was the penalty, and it was mine, and he paid it. Yep. There's nothing I can do to repay that back. I don't care if I kept the letter to the, you know, the, the letter of the law all the way for the rest of my life. I still can't measure up to that. You just can't. Nope. Uh, and expecting others to do so. Or putting that on another person is... Dude. Just don't. That's like going up to a drowning person and hanging a bag of rocks from their neck and then say, swim the shore. Or like, why did you get there? <laughs> why aren't you... Why are you drowning? Yeah, why, why are you can, doing that? Hello, swim. Stop doing that. Great Sunday. Great series. I, I'm really loving... Really loving going through Galatians. Man, so much stuff in just the the one week. And, you know, we, we missed the first three weeks as far as podcasts go. But um, those are still out there. Man, mm-hmm. we are live streaming to two different Facebook pages and our YouTube channel. It's out there. Yep. Go watch it. It's amazing. Yeah, it's okay. awesome. It's kind of, again, clarifying some things, the, the old versus the new and mm-hmm. the law versus Jesus. We I've known it. I know these things, but for some reason, never connected them. And I think that's a really good thing about this series. So, so, so happy to be back, man. Me uh, too. <laughs> I have missed everyone. This has been great, man. And until next week, Spiegel. Keep the conversation going, guys. We love you. Love you guys.